Welcome back for another edition of Hashtag Alvarado Excellence. And with me as always, Alvarado ISD Superintendent, Dr. Kenneth Estes. And I'll start with, it was a, a beautiful weekend, probably the best weekend we've had weather-wise since probably October, September maybe, and just temperatures and sun and everything. Did you have a good one? Yeah, it was a, the weather was. I, I was. In fact, I was telling someone on Saturday, I said, man, this is just <laughs> ideal weather. The wind wasn't even blowing. So, yeah, right. it was a, I had a great weekend. Uh, I know you had a busy weekend. You had it kids was. in all corners of the state or, or at least the, the Metroplex. Metroplex. Yeah, it was, it was a little crazy. I had a little baseball, had a little band, and so it was it was fun. It was good. Yeah. All right, we'll go ahead and get started. This week is National Social Worker Week. We can't say enough about what our social workers did. But we kind of made a transition from, at least at the elementary schools, to transition from school counselors to social workers. And that has only expanded from there. Now we have social workers at our intermediate school, our, our junior high, or high school. Uh, each one of our campuses has a social worker now, just like we kind of do with the police department. And so uh, it's been great, especially this day and age, with all the social-emotional uh, needs of our scholars. Uh, but we can't say enough about what they do for our scholars and our educators because our educators take advantage of the of, of their expertise just as much as our scholars do. I think, you know, there's some things that are mission critical. Uh, that's a phrase that's used occasionally, mm-hmm. certainly right now with a lot of different things going on. But you know, they provide, like you said, such, such a great support system for our campuses that as, as uh, you know, to – be redundant, but you just can't. I don't. You run out of adjectives trying to say. Right. What, what else do you say that they're critical to what we do? We're very thankful for their their expertise. They they bring something to the team that we don't have sometimes, which is knowledge and connections outside the school district to be able to provide resources for our scholars, our parents, and even like you said, our educators. And with the mental health uh, issues that lots of people face, it's it's certainly critical that we have them in district. Last week was also Read Across America Week, which is always an exciting week. You have uh, Dr. Seuss's birthday is always the first week. Of, well, it's always the same day, I guess. Yeah, I, <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know always, what you mean. It's always <laughs> they always celebrate Read Across right. America on his birthday week, right? Uh, right. We had a, a couple Indian Friend reading days last week. We had other people from the community that kind of popped in on campuses. I know. Uh, I saw a picture of uh, one of our architects from Huckabee was reading at North. It's just great to see so much emphasis put on reading uh, last week and from high school scholars going down to the elementaries to read teams and organizations going down to read at the elementaries. It's just a, it was just a great week, great to look at social media last week and see all the, the cool things that our campuses were doing. And, and we, get, we had some new readers, like you said, and I think, you know, our architect has read before, but they, they said he was reading some Sesame Street books and that he's done that in his family and they said it was fantastic because he could use different voices and like you said as I looked at the social media throughout the week it was just fun to see the excitement the kids and on the campuses with the different readers and I think we do a good job across the district in the sense of uh, literacy is always important and and like Mm -hmm. yourself you read every week in multiple classes and we have a lot of educators that do that and, and even some teams that come down from the high school and read at our elementaries but I agree with you. It seems like there's some way we could keep that momentum going throughout the year. I, uh, I don't know if you saw the pictures of the kid, the scholars and educators that went up to the North Texas Teen uh, Book Festival, but that was fantastic too. And you know, just a, a big you know cross section of our scholars and a lot of educators there to support, and we appreciate that effort. But like you said, it all fell in the same week, uh, which is 
is neat because it's it, it builds excitement, but it's also something we want to see continue going all year long. Right. And we'll go ahead and skip ahead a little bit because we do have the North Texas Teen Book Festival on our agenda to talk about. And we took 20 scholars uh, to the Irving Convention Center Saturday. And this is something Dr. Maribel Diaz got, got started several years ago. And it's a huge, great, great group of scholars that went, 20 of them. And, you know, got to meet authors. Uh, just I don't know what all exactly goes into it, but I know she comes back and she tells us all the fun they had and, and all the, the cool authors they've, they've met. I've met some big ones. It's right. If it's somebody I recognize, that means that they're big. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, just a great experience for our scholars and just a little bit more to that piece of getting our scholars excited about reading. Yeah, I, I appreciate you. You know, when you see the educators there, they're in a sense volunteering their time on a Saturday mm-hmm. when they could be with their families, but they're looking for opportunities to grow that excitement that you talked about excuse me, earlier for literacy, and I just really appreciate it. You know, when I was growing up, I didn't know anything about a teen book <laughs> festival, no. you know, that, but it's a, it's a great idea, and I'm, I'm glad that our kids read enough to know that these authors are pretty big names and right. to buy their books and to get their autographs and that. I think that's just outstanding. And as a, as a teenager, you think about all the things you could be doing on a Saturday. Right. You want to spend it at a team book festival in Irving. I mean, that's pretty special to have that, that many scholars who are that interested and, and get excited about reading. Uh, And you saw Mr. Fulton and Mm -hmm. I mean, he promotes, he promotes literacy. He he loves reading and not just with scholars. He promotes it with our educators too. Right. Uh, A couple years ago, they did a a book study, I think at the intermediate school. I don't know what you'd call it. It's a book study. Yeah. I I think they've done, they continue to do that. I think. And, and they include everyone in the district that wants to participate. Also happening last week was our high school one act play and, it's set up a little different this year where usually it's a, a one-day event. The high schools, everybody goes, and you have your two winners that advance and your third alternate. This year is a little different. We had more schools involved, and so they did a two-day event. Actually, it's going to end up being a three-day event, but we had four go Tuesday, four go Thursday, no, four Wednesday, four Thursday, and the top three from each day advanced to the main day, which is actually this upcoming Wednesday. Uh, and so I read a high school one act play advanced. I uh, don't know the, the placings, but they were in the top three on their day. And so they move on to this week's performance and had quite a few accolades come out of that as well. All-star technician Angelina Easterly, honorable mention to all-star cast were Davi Martinez and Eden King. All-star cast, Elijah Westmoreland, Brianna Ryan, and Ariana Marchant. And best performer was B. Crow. And so not only did they advance, and like I said, we don't know where the placings were, but to have that many uh, accolades, the judges obviously thought quite a bit of their play. I think that a lot of people try to read into the awards and mm-hmm. say, okay, well, because we got these this recognition, then we were probably the top play. Right. And, and I'm sure uh, everybody from Alvarado thought that, and mm-hmm. I wouldn't disagree with them. It was They did a fantastic job, difficult a material, you know, it's neat to see them take on something challenging and do so well. And want to wish them the to break a leg, I guess, is the there correct you know. statement. <laughs> this Wednesday, as they go again at Kennedale, right? Right. Yeah, at Kennedale on Wednesday, and they'll be performing somewhere between ten thirty and eleven fifteen. Uh, they're, the, they're the second group to go. Yeah, I was I was told be there at ten thirty. <laughs> so you never <laughs> you never want to get there late and miss out on right. It. Most definitely. 
All right, so athletically, a big week last week. Girls soccer went one and one, uh, lost to Kennedale, beat Venus on senior night, till out night. Uh, have a, two more district games left this week with Ferris and Godley before playoffs. They are firmly in the playoffs. Uh, with third place right now, they have a game against Ferris on Tuesday and a game against Godley Friday. Did I already mention that? No. Okay. <laughs> so the game against Ferris is a big one. Ferris right now is two games back, and so a win Tuesday, and the girls are going to be third place. Uh, a loss Tuesday to Ferris, and then Ferris will have a chance to uh, jump up if the ladies, Lady Indians also uh, fall on Friday at Godley. So a big game Tuesday with with Ferris for playoff seating. Girls are in the playoffs, just a matter of seating at this point. I think it's a district where we could just as easily be in first place right now. You know, right. we have a quality team and doing a great job. Our coach is doing a phenomenal job with them. And so we'd like to see them close out the season with two wins so we roll into the playoffs with a lot of, you know, momentum. Boys soccer had a fantastic week. They did. <laughs> uh, avenged a couple losses from the first round of district. Got a big win against Kennedale and then Venus. And that's propelled them now to where they're in a spot where they could get as high as second place in the district. And so uh, great job there, Coach Clark and everything. But then also we want to tack on to that. JV Boys Soccer won the uh, district tournament. District, yeah, district After the first round of tournament of, of district play, they had a district tournament to crown a district champion. And uh, Alredo alum, Trevor Stovall, leading into the championship. Great great to see that. I'm, I'm told it's the first time in school history that our JV soccer team has won. Uh, there are boys' JV soccer team has won a, a district championship. So, I mean, that's – Pretty cool and special oh, yeah. that it comes from someone that used to be in the program comes back to lead Alvarado to their first JV Boys District Championship. Most definitely. And then tennis was at Burleson. They did take a, a third place in boys singles at oh, Burleson great. High last week and inching ever closer to that big district tournament here coming up, I believe, at the end of March. Powerlifting girls had their regional meet last week and had some great results from that. Hensley Henderson placed second, advancing her to the state powerlifting meet. We had a couple others who just narrowly missed. Uh, we had a third-place finish by Amaya Baker and Dakota Burgess, and then Anna Walraven placed fifth. And so just a, a place away to having three at the, uh, state, at the meet. state meet. And so uh, great job there by Coach Hearn, who I think celebrated her birthday last week. That's I remember what, yeah, that's what on, I saw that she, I think, maybe, was it Saturday or Sunday, but she yeah celebrated her birthday. Well, good. Celebrate knowing you're also going to be going to – I think it's in Waco in a couple of weeks for a, the state girls powerlifting meet. I think powerlifting continues to become more and more competitive. We mm -hmm. see more schools involved, and our numbers are, are going up this year. It's great. It's exciting to see the direction of the program. Softball had a little bit of a tough week, but it was a a measuring stick week, if you will. Uh, went one and three on the week, but lost a, I believe it's a 6A Chisholm Trail, lost a game to Mansfield. And so it was – there were losses, but they were definitely uh, lost, those type of losses that make you better. And so uh, uh, looking forward to softball, they're even closer than everybody else to starting district. They have a game this weekend against Castleberry, and I think they want to say they start district as soon as we get back from spring break, if not before. Wow. It just seems like they're just getting started. The spring rolls by <laughs> so quick right. with so many activities. Exactly. Baseball uh, – Improved to three and seven, went two and three on the week, lost to Lake Worth on Tuesday, and then went two and two in the Mineral Wells tournament. And 
an inning away from being three and one at the Mineral Wells tournament. Yeah, I know. You, <laughs> we don't want to talk about that. Um, so, uh, great job there from the baseball team. Won back-to-back games for the first time this season, and uh, they have a, a big week this week as well. Starts tonight, actually, on a Monday instead of a Tuesday. Uh, track last week had the Gale Pruitt relays at Charles Head Stadium, and fantastic showing by everybody. Varsity boys second, varsity girls second, JV boys second, varsity girls fourth. And that was not an easy uh, – wasn't a, a bunch of schmoes. Right, was I was say, we, did, we didn't stack it with a bunch of people we knew we could beat. And so uh, yeah, the likes of Heritage, Hillsboro's always tough in track. Ferris is tough in track. And so um, Grandview is one of the – better 3A schools around here for track. So, uh, great track meet and great results from everybody involved there. And then junior high track last week at the Venus meet, eighth grade boys finished first. first. Eighth grade boys finished first. Seventh grade boys finished second. So, that's two track meet championships in a row, right, for mm-hmm. our eighth grade boys. And that's good to see. You know, I know it's exciting for, I'm sure, for the high school and I know coaches I, too. I saw Coach Tatum Wednesday at our track at the Gil Pruitt Relays and Mentioned something to him, and he said, yeah, that eighth-grade group, that's a special group of, of athletes. So, uh, great to see them, not just being great athletes, but putting it together and, and being able to win a team championships at that level. Well, and you see their numbers, the pitchers that they post. Uh, mm-hmm. We have good numbers running. Right. And so, they, they run today, right, down in Hillsboro. In Hillsboro, they do. Perfect segue. <laughs> Our weekly schedule starts tonight, Monday. March 6th with the junior high track. Junior high track meet. At Hillsboro, (laughs) starting at 4 o'clock. It's hard to find good help, right? It is, Find somebody else to to be be your sidekick. (laughs) I might even saw a little raise for the podcast. Oh, great, for this. Um, We also have baseball. We'll be traveling to Bridgeport to play at 5 and 7 p.m. And I do know uh, Bridgeport, also the home now of – Former Alvarado assistant, Coach Henson. Is he is he uh, coaching baseball? Is he, he the is, head coach? Or? He, he is not the head coach. Kincaid, oh. Kincaid said he talked to him quite a bit. Okay, he was coaching first base on Friday, and so. Oh, okay. Well, uh, we, we had this conversation this weekend with uh, with my son, and and he was I thought he was coaching baseball up in Bridgeport. Yeah, he is. Yeah, Kincaid had some fun with him. I think. And, Good. Uh, he was coaching first on Friday night. That's <laughs> a so. Let's say you'll have kids once again. That, uh, 30 minutes south of here and an hour and a half north of here. So. Right. And then one almost in the middle because i got to take one in gymnastics. Okay, of course. For of course. practice. Yeah. All right, and then Tuesday, tomorrow, March 7th, uh, golf is at Waxahachie. Softball is at Stephenville at 4.30 and 6. And then girls soccer is at Ferris. 5.30 boys soccer is at Ferris at 7.15. And we also have a, a board meeting, school board meeting, got moved from Monday to Tuesday for this week. And so uh, that will be happening tomorrow night as well at 7 p.m. Bit busy start to the week for sure. Most definitely. Wednesday, March eighth, JV tennis is at Cleburne. We now know we have varsity track is going to be at the Hillsboro Relays, and we also have one act play is going to be in Kennedale, sometime between ten thirty and eleven fifteen. So be there at ten twenty five, right? <laughs> just in case they <laughs> shut the door at ten thirty, because you won't get in once they shut the door. Once, you're not once getting they back shut in. the door. And Thursday, March 9th, we have baseballs at the Castleberry Tournament for an early game. 8.30 a.m. is the start time that on that one. Uh, track, we already mentioned track, scratch that. Uh, JV Tennis Tournament, uh, we are hosting. And then JV Softball is at the Johnson County Tournament. So kind of a light Thursday uh, to what Thursdays have been the last few weeks. Friday, March 10th, we get busy again. Girls Soccer is hosting Godley in a big game. Godley right now sits in second place. And depending on Tuesday's results, uh, 
the girls may be fighting for second place. It, things are going to have to go their way, I think. But uh, a big game Friday as they host Godley at 530. Boy soccer hosts Godley at 715. Softball, JV and varsity is playing Castleberry at 5 and 630. Baseball is at the Castleberry Tournament at 530 and 745. And then varsity tennis is at Cleburne. Saturday, March 11th, Boys Powerlifting Regional is at Gatesville. Uh, JV Softball is again at the Johnson County Softball Tournament. And Baseball is at the Castleberry Tournament at a time to be determined. I guess the results from Thursday and Friday determine that. So a busy week. But, again, like we said, several. it's how the spring works. It is. Several opportunities to go to support your Indians, uh, whether you're into track, tennis, soccer, baseball, softball, whatever it is you're into, if it's outdoors – we got a place for you to go watch and support the Indians uh, during the spring. And I'll tell you, they, <clears throat> the the scholars, scholar athletes, regardless of what what they're in, they appreciate it. Oh yeah, they but they really do. They love looking into the stands or at the events and seeing. They may not walk up and tell you, but anytime you can get out and go encourage them, and they they certainly love their classroom educators coming out. Someone that they don't see all the time at at a, at a sporting event or at one of their contests like one act play so they appreciate it right not you know, speaking of that i know i saw miss mcgee was taking pictures in the was it the long jump i think wednesday night at the track meet and i'm uh, talking to her i think it was coach davis and i were talking to her and she said yeah getting pictures of this one so it can motivate them during class they see me out here and i get pictures of them and they'll work better for me in class and that kind of thing and so uh, great to see the the educators out supporting the students as well yeah the relationship piece of our core values it's it really is important Speaking of which, we, we had the chance to go see one of our own educators performing herself. Oh, yeah. yeah, you want to talk about that? Uh, I'll just, just say that it was great to see uh, Miss Goodson over in the Granbury Theater Company. They are doing a production, uh, Hello, Dolly. And if you've never seen the play, it's a great musical, but it's also pretty cool to, to go over and see one of our educators uh, doing what she loves and inspiring our kids because we had several scholars that were there watching her perform and I thought that was pretty neat so yeah that's that was fantastic that's great all right anything else I, I would we go? I would just say you pointed out but we had till out night uh, oh, yeah. last Friday night and that's something that's near and dear to a lot of our hearts I appreciate our soccer program drawing awareness to ovarian cancer we had a a, a very dear member of our team that uh, died as a result of ovarian cancer. And one of the things that she shared with me was that she wanted more people to know about uh, ovarian cancer, and hopefully it would encourage and motivate uh, young younger women to get tested for it. And, you know, it's just something that people don't know a lot about. So right. I appreciate our soccer teams continuing to have Till Out Night, uh, Coach uh, Clark told me it's our first ever till out night win, and so oh, really? the victory we had, the boys' victory, was our first uh, on till out night. So he now, was pretty proud of that. Now was that him rubbing it in because he was on the other end of yes. that most of the time? It was, <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> and then it also it has expanded past Alvarado now, correct? That's exactly right. We know that they held one down in Lake Belton this year, and what I thought was pretty neat about it is that it really seemed to catch kind of some momentum down there, and. A, a lot of kids were wanting a lot of the late belting kids that weren't in soccer were wanting the shirts. Oh, good. Uh, and so that was pretty neat. Well, that's awesome. Very good. And until next time, hashtag Alfredo Excellence. <laughs>